Darcy. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> you look like you're going to improv or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey. Hi. <laughs> so... So last week we had to apologize because we were all tired, and I think tonight we're just all kind of goofy. Yeah. Um, it's and it may still be that we're all really tired. <laughs> so <laughs> but you have the the ladies of Streams of Eden here tonight, and uh, we've been talking here uh, before we got the podcast started. Um, just about healing the healing power of our of our Lord, and uh, tonight we're we're going to keep talking about that. So um, to get us started, we are going to be in Jeremiah chapter seventeen, and this is still following along with our planner. So if you have the planner, um, this is the the verse for this week. But Zoe, I think you're going to read that for us, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Marcy's making me nervous over there. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Zoe is terrified. When Marcy does improv, so not really improv. It's just if we're doing something acting related, podcast. Yeah, related. not like so. I don't know. She just had her sneaky look. I don't know. <laughs> Got me all nervous. I'm like, Ooh. okay, all right. She may be sweating a little, guys. <clears throat> Ooh, all right. This is from uh, Jeremiah 17, verse 14. Uh, the It's following the planner, uh, the ESV translation. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For you are my praise. Yes. That's like a mic drop. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's just, it's very straightforward. I don't really need much explanation Mm -hmm. there, because I feel like, yeah, I get it. (laughs) Stay saved. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the one thing that I love is that it goes back at the end to praise mm-hmm. that, you know, it will be done. It will be done. Heal me and I shall be healed. Save me. I shall be saved for, for you, you are, are my praise. praise. Mm-hmm. So I, I just loved, I, I love that it was short, sweet to the point, but so powerful. Yeah. Like I was saying a while ago, like he's acknowledging God and how this comes from him. Nobody else. So he acknowledges it, and then the answer is praise. Mm-hmm. And I like to add thanks in there too. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Something I love that Anthony, that Pastor Anthony says, is that um, it's simple, but it's not easy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like it's very simple to say that. Yes, yeah. heal me, and I'll be healed. But it's very difficult. It's not very easy sometimes to trust in that always. And. The psalm, the uh, the psalm that this really made me think about was Psalm fifty one, uh, verse seven, and he says, "Cleanse me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow." And then he goes down to verse fifteen and says, "Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise." Mm-hmm. And that, what I was reading, it it just it fell into that same cadence. Mm-hmm. Of this and this. Mm-hmm. So my mind automatically went there. And as I was looking down through um, further in chapter 17 uh, of Jeremiah, I was looking at um, this 
is very straightforward. Like it continues with that straightforward because mm-hmm. like in 18, it says, let my persecutors be put to shame, but don't let me put, be put to shame. Let mm-hmm. them be terrified, but don't mm-hmm. let me be terrified. Mm-hmm. Bring on them the day of disaster, you know, and it's, it's very, it's very straightforward mm-hmm. and very poignant. And I think that's something that I don't know about you all, but in the past, like I've struggled with that very honest, open prayer, yeah. you know, when something, I don't know, I guess when I was younger and I was trying to pray, like I felt like I didn't pray. Like I had heard other preachers pray and I thought like I couldn't, like I had to use big words or sound sophisticated or <laughs> like, I I don't know. Yeah, I think it was just, it was just, I was young. It was a miss. Mm-hmm. It was misconstrued in my head. But as I've gotten older and I try to stress this, to our youth and to, to anybody is, you know, God knows you intimately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he already knows the need. Better than we know ourselves. Exactly. So you can be honest with him. Yeah. And I think that that honesty is, is just evident in here. And also the promise, you know, heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. But then he goes down and he's like, let my persecutors be put to shame, but not me, Lord. Mm-hmm. Let them be terrified, but not me, Lord. You be with me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's important that, you know, we can, we can come to God for healing in small things or in the biggest, most difficult situations we've ever been in. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's important to, to come to him. Exactly. With all of it. He's desirous of that relationship. Mm-hmm. That's so wonderful blows my mind sometimes when I start thinking about um, him and how he desires a relationship with us. Mm-hmm. And as I was reading back on this, Jeremiah 17, and where it opens up, Judah's sin is engraved with an iron tool. Mm. <laughs> it's like, yikes. I kind of like, uh, I go imagery there mm-hmm. to see mm-hmm kind of see what that looks like inscribed with a flint point on the tablets of their hearts Mm -hmm. wow yeah mine says a diamond point Mm. Uh, my translation and I don't know if you've ever um struggled before with sin to where you felt like it was like there and you just couldn't escape it Mm -hmm. or you know you've got forgiveness and God's forgiven you and it just seemed like that sin just kept hanging over you. Mm-hmm. That is the enemy. Mm-hmm. When God forgives you, you are forgiven. And um, if that sin is just hanging there ever present before you, that's the enemy trying yeah. to bring you down, trying to make you feel condemned. Because condemnation comes from the enemy. Condemnation and conviction are so different. Because when you're convicted... Um, you know, it's just like the Holy Spirit just points just there. It's like uh, one day I was thinking about conviction and condemnation and how different they are. And um, it was like if you were working on a project and you were looking at this project and you had it all laid out, but just something wasn't working in it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like there was something there that didn't need to be there, but you couldn't see what it was. Mm-hmm. So you go to a very trusted friend and you say, look at this project I'm working on. Yeah, so this is all right. And that friend looks and they go, oh, automatic. oh, yeah, right, right here it is. And they point to it. 
-hmm. And it's like, you know how you are? You're like, oh, thank you. And you take that back and you erase it out and you get rid of it. And now the project works. Yeah. I feel like that's what conviction's like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. That's a great description. Oh, Oh, thank you so much. I felt like, yeah, I was thinking about it and the Holy Spirit, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, was moving and Mm -hmm. showing me and that's what I could see before me was like a project Mm -hmm. and that's how it looks so yeah if any of you listening are struggling with condemnation but you've asked for forgiveness and you've repented you have that forgiveness Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. don't be buried under the condemnation of the enemy um because whom the sun sets free is free indeed yes and you're carrying a weight you're not meant to carry Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Praise God. And the enemy is the accuser. He will try yes. to make you think that it's still there, but I can promise you that it has been cast down. It is It is remembered no more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I heard this guy, he gave a good analogy of that. He's like, um, he was talking about how, he's like, once God has forgiven you, you know, like Jesus has paid for that. And so when you go back and you look on your past sins and your past, um, you have no right to it. Mm-hmm. If that part of your past doesn't glorify God in some way, then you have no right to that past. It would be like you selling a car to somebody. This is what he said. And then you finding the spare key in your kitchen and you going to that person's <laughs> house and getting the car back. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's paid for. And um, it's just the same, too, with anybody else's stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, I think so often sometimes it's like, oh, well, I remember what they did mm-hmm. back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we don't have no right to that. They're a Christian now. They're saved. They've been forgiven to that for that. We mm-hmm. don't need to bring that up. And, I mean, think about how we feel. We sure don't mm-hmm. want people bringing up what we did a long time ago. Mm-hmm. That's been prayed for. That was bought at a price. And. I don't know what got us on this one, except for the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So, <laughs> praise God! <laughs> praise God! I did. I felt, I felt the Holy Spirit. Oh, and it was praise just like, God! Praise the Lord! Thank you for sharing that. Oh, praise mm-hmm. God! Yeah, I looked up there at that verse. So, praise the Lord. That's how I like. I like it when we just move with yeah. it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that like really stuck out. And I think too, if you're thinking about it and talking about healing. If you're stuck in that place, if you get stuck in that, it makes it hard to receive your healing. Yes. Yeah. It's like you're putting up a wall. Yes. And and I think sometimes. Thank you, Holy well, Spirit. You just yeah. pulled that back around. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. I think a lot of times, you know, we can we can grieve the Spirit and we mm-hmm. can block our own healing yes. because we won't surrender. And you were talking even before we started the podcast about obedience mm-hmm. and how obedience is so important. And I think yes. sometimes we're our own worst enemies. Mm-hmm. Like oh, God yeah. is ready. God mm-hmm. is willing. Yes. And you may have prayed for it, but... Are you open to let mm-hmm. the wall down, to let the barrier down, and to receive mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It comes with that trust that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just, you got to trust him. If he says he's going to heal you, if he says that he's paid for that sin, it's done. Like you said mm-hmm. earlier, it will be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. And so I think it's important that we recognize when, you know, Maybe it's our own fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just underlined in verse four in 
Jeremiah chapter 17, through your own fault, you will lose the inheritance I gave you. <laughs> and so when you said that, I was like, wow, okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you, man. Yeah, praise the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, because that's, I think of, I mean, we've been doing this uh, Read the Bible in a Year podcast, and so we've been going through all of the the Old Testament, starting from, from Genesis. You know, and the Israelites are prime examples. I mean, they were just like... It was like, oh, praise God, praise God, praise God. And then it was like, oh, I wish we were back in Egypt. And they just, Mm -hmm. they completely bound themselves up Mm -hmm. to the point that they didn't receive the blessing that they should have. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, and, and well, they, they end up receiving the blessing, but you know, God had a plan and they totally like took it around Mm -hmm. the mountain, like over the, yeah. And River and like, the woods. How do we do, yeah. like you were saying, how do we do that in our own lives? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and I think if you live, I mean, they were living like they were a cursed people. And if you lived like you're a cursed person, if you keep bringing oh, up that yeah. past and you're like, oh man, I was all, I'm a terrible person. I'm a monster. This is, and you're not living in the blessing that God has given you by buying that sin, then you're cursed. If you're living like you're a cursed person, then you will be a cursed person. You have to mm-hmm. step into that blessing. I mean, mm-hmm. it says so just here. It says, cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh. Mm-hmm. And then in verse 7, it says, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence mm-hmm. is in him. Mm-hmm. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. That you have to be in his word. You mm-hmm. have to trust him and figure out who he is. And believe that he is who he says he is and that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. And then you will live like a blessed person. Mm -hmm. But only then. You can't live blessed if you're thinking, well, he's not going to do what he's going to do. I'm going to be cursed forever. You can't. You're not going to live like a blessed person. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to be victorious over those things. You've got to step into that blessing, even even though sometimes that blessing is kind of (laughs) scary. But once you get there, it's a whole Mm -hmm. new world. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's it's the truth. I had there was a youth pastor one time that called it stinking thinking. (laughs) I've heard that before. He was like, like, (laughs) "If you keep going with that stinking thinking, you're going to be stuck." (laughs) You know, it was straightforward to the point, but it's it's always kind of stuck with me. You know, I I think about it because it's like, how are you thinking? You know, are you having that faith? Are you Mm -hmm. are you trusting in God? Are you believing the things Mm -hmm. that you're praying for? Because Mm -hmm. if you're not believing those things. Then you know you may be, you may be at fault. Yeah. And are you doing? Is your faith active? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that it. Brought, okay, that's cool transition. <laughs> but anyway, so when I was reading verse eight, they will be like a tree planted by the water. It brought me to Psalm one, one verse three, which Christy Molina, she's the principal at Main Street School. I'm a fourth grade teacher. But anyway, she's, she's sent. She's awesome. Love her. Yeah. She is a strong woman of God. Like uh-huh. amazing. But anyway, she sent out this message on Main Street faculty of a sermon, and he was doing this sermon on Psalm 1, verse 3. So I was listening to it. You guys got it. Michael Todd is, it's called Planted, Not Buried, and it blessed me so much. Like, it was just, whoo, it really got to me. But anyway, so he was doing that verse, and immediately when I read verse 8, I thought about Psalm 1, verse 3. 
It says, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Okay, so today, oh, sorry, I think I hit the mic, whatever. Okay, so today I was listening to the second sermon he has in his series, Planted Not Buried. And he said, I need you all to go. Series. <laughs> Nikki's phone what just started playing music. <laughs> Crazy distraction. Well, you know what? We're just going to rebuke that. Yeah. yeah. Right rebuke that. You know, <laughs> and just praise God. Yes. yes. So I was watching his second, ser- his second sermon in this series, Planted Not Buried, and he said, all right, everybody wants to focus on being that tree, that Christian who's planted in streams of living water. Everyone wants to be that Christian. I'm like, yes, I want to be that Christian. He's like, I need all of you to go read verse one. I said, okay. And so it says, blessed is the one. Who does not walk in step Mm -hmm. with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord. And I thought, yeah, how many times have I, like, been like, yeah, God, I want to be a Christian, but I'm still sinning in my life. Mm -hmm. Or I'm still walking with people who are sinning, and they're Mm -hmm. trying to get me, you know. And how many times in my life am I like, yeah, God, I want to do what you want me to do, but... I really don't want to do all these other things that you want me to do. Yeah. You know, and I'm thinking, of course, and he said, you know, and it just all came to light. Of course, you have to be planted. If you're going to be planted, you have to be obedient. You have to read the word of God. You have to want to spend time with him and want to do his laws Mm -hmm. and want to obey him and do what he has for you. Otherwise, you're not going to be planted Mm -hmm. because you're not going to be following him i mean it's just like i just saw a tree ooh. just like a whoosh, boom, crash <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you your can roots be, are gonna be just yeah flimsy and you're just gonna mm-hmm. yeah. jump over and i love that the, you read part of verse two but who you read the part uh, but whose delight is in the law of the lord oh, and yeah. i love the singing Sorry, after that, that part, yeah. and who <laughs> meditates on his law day and night yes which followed what you were saying yes you got to be in the word yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you've got to and be talking to him mm-hmm. oh yes yes yeah. throughout the day day and night mm-hmm. <laughs> and i yes. think that's one of the things that a lot of times Especially, I don't know about you all, but especially with youth ministry, mm-hmm. I think um, it's it's very difficult sometimes. Um, every year we take our, our youth on like these big trips and talking about just planting the roots and everything. It's so important, like for us and for me uh, personally as a youth leader, to try and stress to these kids that... You know, this is a relationship. It's a journey. Because I think a lot of times when we go on those big trips, yeah. you get so overwhelmed with emotions. Mm-hmm. Well, how can you not? you respond. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I get overwhelmed <laughs> yeah. with emotions there. Actually, one of our students, random sidebar, last year we were at Extreme Winter and Casting Crowns was there. And it's so funny. Like, afterwards, she was like, golly, Casting Crowns made my eyes leak a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we were all like, yeah. I was sobbing. Yeah, I was too. So, but it was, it was so funny. But if you, if you just knew this girl, she's just, she is, she's hilarious and she's such a strong young lady. Yes. And she was like, oh my gosh, I just, I don't know what to do, but yeah. you do. And especially you have those... to have meat to come. You have to yes. have the word because mm-hmm. 
you're not going to be constantly up at that. Yeah. Yes. You it, know, it's not always going to be a high. Sometimes yeah. you're going to be at the valley. You're exactly. not always going to be on the mountain. Yes. Yeah, so at extreme winter, it's the mountain. To have <laughs> the relationship. Yes. Be grounded in the word. Spend time with God. Trust him. Be obedient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, and that's the one thing that I always fear with, with some of our, our younger Christians and everything is they've been on that mountaintop. Mm-hmm. They've, yeah. they've dealt with things. They've been on the mountaintop. They know how good it can be, but they don't have that good, firm foundation. So when those valleys come, when mm-hmm. you're in the dark and you're trying to dig out, it's like, well, wait a minute, God, I experienced that, mm-hmm. but why am I not experiencing that now? You know? And then the first thing that a lot of like, a lot of our kids tell me is like, well, I feel like he's just not there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, that's not it at all. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, you know, where are you? You know, mm-hmm. are you really devoting? You know, mm-hmm. you have to really be honest with yourself. Because God, I mean, he sees that you have mm-hmm. to really be honest with yourself. Are mm-hmm. you, you know, and what are you willing to do about that? Yeah. If you're feeling like he's not there. Does that mean you're just going to run? Yeah. yeah. You're just going to Are you going to seek him still? Yeah. yeah. I I thought about how just now like how if, you know, in our in my marriage, like, you know, if I was like feeling down and out and Jake was like I don't really want to like work for yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if he was just like, well, I really feel like you're not into it right now, so I'm just going to go. Like that's not going to work. You know what I mean? <laughs> And God will never, ever leave you, ever forsake you, ever. And I think, unfortunately, in this day and time, like, I think that's how some people are. I mean, you hear about these celebrity marriages that are, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. they've been married six months and they've decided to call it quits or, you know, and, and, you know, that's what, that's what people see and. It just, it worries me because Mm -hmm. not really, I I don't want to say worry, but I guess it is, it is a concern. Concern, that's different than worry. Yeah. It concerns me because, you know, I'm concerned that, especially, and I I always revert back to young people just because we do youth ministry here, but, um, you know, but that's what our young people are seeing. Yeah. And that it's acceptable. And that. You know, when it comes to a relationship with God is, you know, it's something that has to be cultivated. It's it's a true relationship. It's what a relationship is supposed to look like. That's why, you know, in throughout mm-hmm. the Bible, it talks about the, the marriage supper, about mm-hmm. the bridegroom and his yeah. bride. And that's how important it is. Yeah, I believe that the two most important decisions you'll ever make in life are one, the decision to give your life to Christ. And number two is who you marry. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because if you marry poorly, I mean, it's not good. No, it's Mm-mm. not. Now, can God turn it around? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he can. Um, and if anybody is listening and they're struggling in their marriage, um, you know, don't give up. Mm-mm. Keep seeking God. Pour your heart out to him and uh, wait on him. Wait on the Lord. Don't give up. Because there's healing, there's mm-hmm. healing in that. Yes, and just with, absolutely. I mean, he can heal all things. And we're talking, we mentioned it last week, emotional mm-hmm. scars and hurts that we've had. Mm-hmm. He can heal the bad habits that we've created. He can, 
heal us physically, any physical ailment. Mm -hmm. He can heal relationships. He can heal Mm -hmm. your family. He can do all of these things, but it starts with you too. And we're also not saying if you are in an abusive marriage and your husband is I was just about to say that. Or beating your children or physically abusing you in any way, get out. You can pray for him from another town. Absolutely. You need to get out of that. You do not have to be in that. Go to a church. Yes. Come to our church. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We'll help you. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. And we'll be praying for you. Mm Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, Nikki, yeah. And, you know, I love that verse. Um, the eyes of the Lord roam to and fro, looking for someone to show himself strong to, whose heart is perfect to him, towards him. Mm-hmm. And I will, you know, I'll talk, like the other day, me and the girls were talking about something, and Anthony, and we were talking about something that had happened. And I said, boy, didn't God show himself strong to us mm-hmm. that day. Yeah. And during that time. And it was awesome. And so I look back on my life, you know, even at other places, you know, now, like at the beginning before I even knew that scripture. <laughs> See how important it is to read the word? Because mm-hmm. you find these scriptures that you don't even know were there. <laughs> and, you know, I look back there and there and there. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. He is so good and he is so loving and so merciful and so patient and so kind. And he is so, so worthy of our praise and our thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing, too, is to remember, even when you're going through the hard stuff, it's still important to praise him and to thank him. Because he is always worthy. Um, Psalm 100, I think it is. I'll look it up really quickly. Um, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise give thanks to him and praise his name and some translations say um and bless his name it's uh psalm 100 verse 4 um and verse 5 says for the lord is good and his love endures forever his faithfulness continues through all generations Mm. so even if you're having a hard time God is still good, and his Mm -hmm. love still endures forever, Mm -hmm. and his faithfulness continues through all generations. Mm -hmm. So he's still, no matter what, worthy of thanksgiving and worthy of praise. We were teaching our kids today in fourth grade about um, 9-11. We were talking, because today's Mm 9-11. We were talking about that with our fourth graders today. Um, And at the end, Mrs. Wilson said you know and who is still even though this terrible thing happened mm-hmm. who is still in charge and they said god mm-hmm. and i was like yes and then they said you know and who is who is still good even though this even mm-hmm. evil thing happened and they said god is still good praise god and yeah because you're not because let's clarify that too you're not thanking god for the horrible no, thing no. you're thanking, thanking god, god for who he is yes mm-hmm. and that's so different because yes. to tell somebody who's been through something horrible and awful and tragic no. to thank God for that horrible, awful, tragic thing. Yes. Kind of an insane idea. Wouldn't yeah. you think? Yes. I but mean, yes, it is. These are all it's evil not kind of things. insane idea. It is. A sin- <laughs> it is an insane These idea. are all evil things, but God mm-hmm. is still good. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I love the way that Psalm finishes yes. out. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, yeah. 
But I hope, we hope and we pray that this podcast has blessed you guys today that are listening. And um, we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Yep. Absolutely. We'll Bye. talk to you later. See ya. I'll talk to you.